temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake me when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door. In as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. Guidance is internal. Ignition sequence starts. Five, four, three... Two, one, zero, all engine running. Liftoff, we have a liftoff. Permission to board, please. Permission to come aboard. Permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that sweet mothership? This is the Permission Granted Podcast. Here's DA. Welcome inside the Permission Granted Podcast, everybody. The show about the show, the show within the show. As we peel behind the curtain of the dot, each and every week, you can get this on its own iTunes feed. Just search Permission Granted or the normal DA Show iTunes feed or radio.com. Go to the website, cbssportsradio.com or anywhere else that podcasts are available. I am doing today's PGP still dressed up as Cam Newton. I told this story on the air um, after Cam and the Panthers lost that second week Thursday night game against the Buccaneers. He did his post-game presser. As, well, just like an old lady with a babushka. And we spent the entire show clowning him, saying, you can't win a Super Bowl if you're dressed as a babushka, and you can't possibly be taken seriously when you're talking about retirement or introspective career stuff if you're dressed in a babushka. And then we tried to put this out there as loser of a bet between Mraz and Super Dave for the football picks, but Super Dave waved it off said, I'm not doing that. We wanted somebody dressed up like this. Cam Newton, Mrs. Doubtfire, at a game. Nobody said yes, so I said, I'll do it. And so I'm still wearing that right now as we tape the podcast. Mraz, hello. Hello, Cam. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I, I've gotten a lot of interesting feedback. Some have known, like Maggie knew that I was being Cam Newton. Okay, that's good. Maggie Gray. Maggie Gray. But others have said, quote, well, Bogish said, are you Mario Van Peebles? No. Random dude in the newsroom said, are you Erica Badu? No. My buddy Mike texted me, are you Millie Vanilli? No. <laughs> and Bart Scott said, are you the white Whoopi Goldberg? That none made of, sense. None of those are true. No. None of those are true. But I think you nailed it. Personally, I think you had the best costume out of all of us because mm, not only did you do it, you did it where it, I don't know how there's any doubt at you. You have the Panther shirt. I'm looking at you. It's really starting to freak me out with the glasses. This is what the Wizard of Watch DA Kaplan said. He's like, I can't really talk to you about the show right now. Right. It's starting to trip me out. And also the way you did the hair by putting it up in the hair tie yeah. and the babushka and the fact that you had to ask your wife if she owned a babushka. There's a lot of stuff <laughs> that went into this. I think you nailed it. I, I looked at you right away and knew that's Cam Newton. So I, I think you got it down pat. I was excited because it was a, killing me right an now. ongoing bit on the show about Cam and the babushka. Right. And I felt like sports fans would remember that's a very iconic look. I was close to being Gardner Minshew. That wow. was my number two. And about two weeks ago, I flipped because actually my concern was, I wonder if a lot of people are going to be Gardner Minshew, especially in the sports world. Sure. It's an easy one. It's a trendy one mustache. I was going to grow out my beard because... 
My wife hates the mustache, but I was going to grow out the beard and then just last night shave the rest of the beard and just have the mustache because I can grow a really nice Minshew mustache. But Mina Kimes from ESPN after two weeks ago's game said, I wonder how many Gardner Minshews we're going to see for Halloween. And it got liked like a million times and retweeted a million times. I said, it's too much the obvious play, so I can't do that. So I'm going to have to pivot. And I went with Cam. I'm happy you did. I'm happy you did because it's really creeping me out. And I think you really nailed it. And I, you know, people might forget Becky the Duck. I don't think anybody will forget that DA went as the moth Cam Newton after the game. I also like this Panther shirt because it says Drip Squad. Right. Which I don't even know what that means. I'm not Apparently cool there was enough. A nickname for them? I'm not cool enough to know what the drip is. I think that's me. That means when you dress up and you're looking cool, like you're I dripping like, with swag. Yeah, and like when Odell dresses up, that's his drip. That's Russell Westbrook's drip. They got drip going on, and so I think that's what Cam thinks. Where Babushka is his drip. It's not. Though. No, definitely it's not. not. And to be honest, that's the one thing this football season's been lacking is we really haven't seen Cam since that. Yeah, Babushka. We could have all gone as Cam Newton characters had he not gotten hurt because I'm sure there would have been That's plenty true. more this year. If you think about all of his crazy looks, like the Peanut Man. That was wrong. Remember when he was like Steamboat Willie? He yes. had the Steamboat hat, the hat on. on. And the monocle. Yes, and who... Again, I would say even if he's getting paid by some of these companies to wear it, who is buying that going to Cam wore that? It looks awesome. I got to look like that. He looks ridiculous. He looks ridiculous. And honestly, how could you look at him in a locker room or in a huddle barking out <laughs> leadership stuff and th- even if he's in uniform think about him dressed as mrs doubtfire or the peanut man and that's probably why he hasn't come back because they look at the way kyle allen dresses post game says look the, the huddle respects him totally he's only gonna be thought of as a moth and a, or mrs doubtfire katie linadal's costume is always great she went to the nines Awesome makeup job, and she's she was the essence of Space Jam. It's not really a character. No, but she always has a deeper meaning. Yeah. And to that point, she was so good that if we didn't know Katie Linendoll was coming in and we just walked through the studio, maybe we'd seen Katie Linendoll before. I'm not sure that at first glance we would have known that that was Katie Linendoll. Yeah, you're right. Like, she was that painted up and everything. Yep. I She looked completely different. Yeah, she did. Rockstar job. Yeah, she did a great job. I was thankful that Sam Rubinoff, who filled in for Pete, because Pete, had to call out late yesterday that Sam on short notice came in with the George Clooney ER stuff. You respect that. You know what? And I and the big deal is when I found out that Pete was going to be out, I knew Rubinoff was coming in. I had to text Rubinoff just, I didn't want to put him in a bad spot. Like he felt like he had to have him, yeah. but I said, look, this is what's going on here. I didn't want him feeling like he was left out, you know, because if he right. shows up and he doesn't know that we're doing this Halloween episode, it would seem very out of place. But you respect a kid like that comes to play. He, he was prepared his scrubs and his stethoscope, and he came to play. By the way, when you say you're a leader in the locker room, right. that's actually something that leaders do. I didn't want him to feel left out. So Fair. I gave him the heads up. I didn't want to put pressure on him, but I didn't want him to. That's a good leadership spot. Thank you. Maybe now you're starting to catch on. There is leadership to be had. That's the first time ever. And then there was Bogish, who I thought I'm the wrong guy to grade it because it's supposed to be me. He was trying to be me in college based on the Penn story from a PGP where Penns broke the news, a news, that in college I once wear I once wore swim goggles to a party and I once brought as a prop a cordless phone out to the bars sure. as a prop. And so Bogus tried to combine the two of those. You can be the great. Did you think it worked? 
Uh, yes and no, but because I also have the other side of this, and you're going to hear some of this on side B as me and Bogus go really in-depth on how our costumes came to be, but I'll let you know firsthand. This started, I would say, Labor Day weekend or so. We originally had the plan, Bogus, I, and Pete, the body Bilotti, that we would go as DA at different stages of oh, his life. Oh, that's, that's cool. So we, we we thought about this ahead of time. Then it just never materialized. Yeah. Uh, you know, we couldn't get Pete on board, and then I was going to be young you with the overdressed shirts okay. and, and do that. Nice. And we are going to get... You know, you, maybe when you first got the CBS Sports Radio, Pete, whatever happened, it didn't materialize, but Bogus couldn't get off. It was so fixated on it at the idea that you had this. He thought this would be easy to put together. His biggest thing is he wanted to do it up a little more and dress like you and do the teeth thing. Yeah. He texted me in a panic last night over he had gone to three different stores and what kind of teeth would work. And I told him he should just go with Dracula teeth. And again, you'll get into all of this. So I think it worked. But it could have worked better, but he tried to make it work better, if that made any sense. I see. I But I don't know if Dracula teeth would have been my signature teeth. Well, that, he, been... he thought they would not be. I just yeah. said at that point, you maybe just go so ridiculous. Hmm. So they didn't have kind of like the chatty but teeth. But then doesn't he also need like a Syracuse t-shirt? Great point. He absolutely does. With, with just a generic shirt. Right. I thought that, too. I think he probably had the idea, waited too long, where he could have ordered a Syracuse yeah. shirt or something like that. So I think the thought was there. I thought the execution was sort of there. It didn't 100% pay off, but I know he tried to make it 100% pay okay. off. All right. There was thought, it wasn't like throwing it together. He treated, There was a lot. This has been going on since September. He wanted to do this. And was your first choice to be an urgent email from Pete? Uh, this came across about two weeks ago when Pete finally sent that <laughs> other email, and I saw how much the newsroom was abuzz. And my thought process was, again, I had the other costume. I said, it's not going to be as cool because it doesn't work without my wife and my dog. So what can I do? And I said, I want to be creative this year. Rather than buy some, I want to, I think Katie appreciates that kind of stuff. And I said, Katie loves the tech stuff. I'm going to be an email. I'm going to be a Pete the Body Bilotti email. I knew the newsroom would love it, especially. That was really who I was playing to. And I thought Kate would find it kind of techy and cool. Um, it, I had to make it work. I was kind of unsure. I was going to get it printed on a white shirt. Mm. Then... The pricing in that seemed a little outrageous uh, in a week's notice. So I decided to go Oak Tag, and then I'm walking through a Joann's and a Michael's. I'm trying to find the right size. I wanted to go a little bigger, and then it kind of looked ridiculous. So that's how it came to be. But I also just didn't want to do Oak Tag, and that's what came the controversy was my head, which everybody thought was an Indian feather. I was yeah. trying to go because Pete always sends his emails of high importance, and they come with this <laughs> exclamation point. So that's what I tried to do there. Is it going to feel a little anticlimactic that tomorrow is Halloween and we won't be dressed up? Yeah, but you know what? We're ahead of the curve. Now everybody's dressing up. We already did that. Yeah. And plus, if you look at Instagram, everybody did that over the weekend. They did their Halloween parties and this stuff like weekend. that. This past weekend. This past weekend. So, and now, if any other CBS Sports Radio show dressed like that, ha, who are you trying to be? We already took care of business. So we jumped them. We jumped them. We got ahead of the curve. We got Everybody could dress up like Halloween. We're doing Game 7 of the World Series tomorrow. It was a great segment with Katie because she has the ability to just riff. Oh, yeah. And it, that's actually when it's her, at her best. She freelances. When we were talking about no how pun intended. that she heard for the first time your flower sock and pounded on Halloween story, hysterical, absolutely hysterical. Yeah, and it's starting to make me think, I didn't grow up in a normal neighborhood because no. this seems very out of no, the realm. I don't think so. She And also, her un, first of all, her takes on candy corn are terrible. She loves it. She was shocked that I even said candy corn was polarizing, which, by the way, it every, is. every Halloween, this becomes the biggest fight on social media. Right. Everybody talks about candy corn. So she must be such a candy corn homer that she can't see it's controversial. But She's in her own echo chamber of candy corn right. 
But she's supporters. stunned that as a kid, I was in a neighborhood where they handed out candy corn and Ziploc bags. I thought anybody had this house in their neighborhood. It was brutal. Um, maybe not Ziploc bags. I think I had some little paper bags that had like a ghost on them that Housel would hand out, and they'd okay. be like some I've seen Hershey those. Kisses. You throw some candy corn in there. You throw some... Like a goodie bag. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. okay. I remember this. And your parents immediately made you throw that out because it was fishy. and Definitely. You know, they were shot with something. But final point, were you ever... Did you ever get a dangerous Halloween handout or know somebody that got a dangerous Halloween handout? No. You always heard tales Me neither. of it was so, always the tale. Be careful. The, like she brought the razor blades and the apples. Razor blades and the apples. Somebody injecting something with a needle. Uh, anything that looks suspiciously half open as if things can't just This must open. have happened once in like 1985 in some random town. And then it made the news and all of our parents consistently hammered it You're forever. Right. You're right. Because I think it was an 80s, 90s thing. Because now it's just... It's more about people like kidnapping kids. Like, you know, they do like the trunk or treats. It would be very safe on Halloween. It's not about the trunk or treats. You haven't heard this? No. Oh, it's all over the place now where you're not trick or treating on Halloween. Schools are having like you bring cars and you pop your trunk open with candy and you put like decorations on it. And every car is decorated a different way. And you you trick or treat in a school parking lot and they call it trunk or treat. And that's to keep it safer? Keep it safer instead of going to random houses so, like, the community is together, all the kids that go to school. Huh. So that's why trick-or-treaters are fizzling out less and less on Halloween because they're doing these other days. Oh, really? Yes. I wasn't hip to this again until I bought a house and I started seeing this in neighborhoods <laughs> and stuff like this. Katie also on the king size was brilliant. Oh, so you do yeah. king size or not. Because this was a debate we were having yeah. off the air. It was great. She's just great. She's awesome. We'll, awesome. we'll have her back for Christmas, as we always do. As we always do. All right, that is side A. Side B on the history of Mraz and Bogus's Halloween costumes coming up right now. All right, welcome into Side B of the PGP. It is Mraz, host of Side B on the Permission Granted podcast, the executive producer of the DA Show, and frankly, the host of the Pork Store Weekends on CBS Sports Radio, a man with many hats and a bald head. Joining me is the bogeyman, Andrew Bogish, hair slicked back, beard trimmed up right. He looks ready here to close out October. Andrew, how are you? You know, I've mixed in, thank you for noticing, by the way, I have mixed in a new grooming product. I got some beard balm that I rub in every morning that smooths and softens the hair, gives it a little style so it doesn't get a little too, it gets a little too puby sometimes. And gets That's a an interesting bushy. adjective. Yeah. So I got to, is that, the, am, I, am I allowed to say that word on oh, the PGP? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Radio.com, I think you can say puby. So I got to, you know, I got to get it, get it in uh, control. So you look you younger. Thank you. I am trending younger for my Halloween costume today. So maybe that's yes. mission so, accomplished. Uh, we're going to get into that right now, as a matter of fact. So just full disclosure. The, you are hearing this after the DA show Halloween Spooktacular right. has aired with Katie Linendahl. Myself and Andrew Bogish are actually recording this the morning of the Spooktacular prior to DA entering the building. Right. So our reality is the show hasn't happened. Yes. Your reality is it has happened it, and you loved it. Exactly. I'm sure you loved it and everybody's costumes are great. So that is why you will not hear, and you probably already heard on side A, DA and I discuss everybody's costumes. But me and Bogus are going to discuss our costumes because we know what each other are, and we went the creative route this year. You know, DA last year comes as Becky the Duck, Saved by the Bell, whatever yeah. the heck he was doing. Katie Lynn Adult, look, there's nobody could ever beat her as far as what she comes and the, what goes into it. I mean, she's probably been getting ready four hours for this. Andrew Bogus and I have gone both routes. We've gone creative. We've gotten real costumes before. We both went the creative route whether it was spending money on trying to do an arts and crafts project or whatnot. Andrew Bogish, you were? 
Iowa's college-age DA, who he has admitted that went to the bars at Syracuse uh, I, to gain attention from girls wearing swim goggles and holding a big cell phone. Um, so I'm, I am 20-something DA this year. Yes, and because it cannot be total DA show, if one person gets made fun of, the other has to make fun of somebody else, I am a Pete the Body Bilotti email. Mm. Now, the irony of this is that both of these subjects have been hammered home on side B a lot. Yeah. The fact that DA used to go to college and the way I guess he would try to pick up girls would be, I'm going to be a goofball, center of attention, wear goggles and bring a phone and have people answer the phone knowing, by the way, this was before your cell phone. Right, right. That like, oh, somebody's calling for you and get people to fall for it. And it was such a dorky, doofusy thing for DA to do. Yeah. But naturally, Bogus won't let that go away. This is months ago. We stopped talking about it. And I just want to note that Bogus breaks out the bag of his costume on Wednesday morning. And he brought his own home phone. Yeah. And your quote to me was, don't worry, it's dead. Yeah. You said, did you bring your own phone? I, I mean, t- at one point it was my phone, but it currently does not like accept a recharge. So it doesn't work. Oh, so I gotcha. pulled it out of a desk drawer and here we are today. All right, so I guess my next question would be, why don't you just throw the phone out? I mean, um, thankfully I was had to, it for this. I was supposed to figure out if I could fix it. Right. Uh, like replace the battery somehow. And I'm lazy, so I haven't had that that actual task done yet. Gotcha. So maybe I'll do it today now that it's back in my hand. i got to put it back in the drawer at some point. Maybe I'll try to look at it today. We'll see. Okay, no so promises. You, you did that. You did the goggles. You have a little badge saying, be yeah. me up, ladies. Well, and, and last year, if you remember, I was I was Peepalotti. I right. came in with a hooded sweatshirt over nice pants, nice shoes. I think I had left the the pillow out of my gut. I didn't go full on. Yeah, because Pete, for some reason, I've never seen somebody not embrace the fact that they're not skinny more than Pete. Right. He gets very sensitive. Like I, you, If you notice and you listen to the show long enough, whenever it's broached with my weight, I purposely will poke fun at Pete's because I know he doesn't like when people poke fun at his weight. And I look, Pete lives in la-la world when it comes to his weight. Let's just put it out there. There's nothing wrong with carrying a little extra poundage. I know I do. I I work hard. I have a battle that I often lose sometimes with, and I fluctuate a lot. Pete, though, I don't think I've ever seen Pete skinny or semi-toned in shape, and yet you poke fun at his weight, and it is a criminal investigation. Well, you you know me, like I I'm a jerk sometimes, right? And I and I collect the buttons to push the button for Pete. Of all the things that we've given him crap for, all the things you could throw back at Pete. The, at least in my estimation, right now, the meanest thing that you could do and say to Pete is to compare, to say that he and Robbie Rosen, that he and Huge Freeze Correct. are similar in size and weight. Now, part of that is just his straight hate for Robbie, but then we get into the fact that maybe there's, I don't know what the right word is, but he just he does not think he's even in the same neighborhood as Robbie. Now, uh, and they're not neighbors, but Pete might live down Robbie's street. <laughs> if you get my point. Now, I think Robbie has at least 70 pounds on him. But he's also taller than Pete. Correct. Which, But yes, Robbie's bigger. Look, but the idea that Robbie's this mess and Pete's Ken, as in Ken and Barbie, is not true either. Right. And I hate to pile on Pete with weight or whatever, but it just... It's. It always strikes me, I guess because I've always kind of been chunky my whole life, it strikes me as odd when people who carry extra weight don't, maybe embrace is the wrong word because you always want to lose weight, but don't like own it. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're not hiding it. It's, it's not as if it's something you can put away in your house. Like we can see you got a little bit of a belly. Like, and most people that do, 
can make fun of themselves about it while still dealing with the struggle of losing weight. For some reason, Pete, when you bring up the weight, so that's why when you talk about bringing the pillow out, I yeah. can't believe we've gone in this direction. Yeah. It's like, be careful. Don't poke Pete's, Pete's bear. Well, I'm always confused. And this is not a Pete thing. This is a general uh, observation. People that wear, like, wrong-fitting clothes. Like, when I put a shirt on, and, like, I got a little bit of a gut. I'm definitely not in shape by any stretch of the imagination. I got some man boobs going on, too. Like, But I, <laughs> I put a shirt on, and I go, oh, I can't wear this shirt. Correct. Like when you get dressed and like there's things like hanging out of your sleeve or underneath the bottom right. of your shirt. I've like, made some questionable decisions, but oftentimes I make the right call. Right. And like you just because you're aware of like what looks good and what doesn't. And when you're walking around and there's and you're like jammed into pants or a shirt, like do you like I always wonder, like, do you think it looks okay or do you not care that it doesn't look I think it's denial. Yeah, like it's a mental thing. Like I am a size, I'm a medium, right. not I, a large. I wore those five years ago. I'm, I'm still, still gonna wear them, them today. And okay. you you just it's a disbelief okay. thing. But okay, so on that note, you were Pete the Body. We just got in that circle. Pete the Body Bilotti, now your DA. I, it should be noted that you also texted me yesterday, hey, I don't know what to do about DA's teeth. Yeah. Speaking about deficiencies. I mean I know. and I told you get Dracula teeth, and I laughed at your response and I couldn't even respond to you. You said but he's, he doesn't have Dracula yeah. teeth. And, and no joke, I've been in like three different Halloween costume stores, stores looking at a wall of fake teeth. And all of the teeth are either vampire or like zombie. There's even, I found white trash teeth, but they're all like gross or dirty or point in the, I just need big white teeth. And I couldn't find, I, they almost bought the vampire ones. I was going to like shave down the fangs. Just, but then I'm just gonna try and like I try to jam some uh, some candy on my teeth. I hope that actually ended up working. I don't know. Is that what you're doing? That's the plan. Yeah. Oh, that's what you did. Yes, yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah. See, as Not you can tell, we're, we're taping soon. Uh, so I went the creative route and I went as a Pete the Body Bilotti email. Yes. And this I had a Infamous lot of emails. Had a lot of thought and process. So number one, let's just full disclosure. Obviously, if I walk, you know, right now my dog, I don't have the baby yet around the neighborhood trick-or-treating and or opening the door, my wife likes uh, likes to get involved with the couple's costumes now. Yeah. So she seems pretty invested. I am uh, a bottle of sriracha at okay. home. The dog is a taco and she's an avocado with the baby belly. Okay. All right. Nice costume. Sure. The point, the problem is if I came in here just as a sriracha, which I almost did... I and you look at Katie dressed as Sting, right, or whatever she came as this year, which I don't know yet. Obviously, she's taping. This. <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna look. I'm gonna look lame. So I said I gotta ramp it up a notch. But I, you know, I'm not gonna get a big Big Bird costume. What can I do that's gonna make everybody laugh and realize that this is creative? And I said, Katie, tech girl, DA show, make fun of Pete. Oh yeah, Katie would love if I came as an email. And by the way, I don't know if she did at this point. Again, this yeah. is for you guys to hear. And I go as a Pete email. I worked hard on it. I lined up exactly words he would use, how ridiculous he was yes. over the top. I spent a good hour cutting like a piece of oak tag and poster. I even made what apparently looked like an Indian feather head. Was an yeah, ex- your headgear is going to be a question mark, I think, for like a post-show right. breakdown, like what people think it is. Because I didn't think yes. it is what you say it is at it's, first. It's supposed to be an, ur- get it now. an urgent email exclamation point because right. it's of high importance. Yeah. So, yeah, I worked hard on it, and I, um, I'm i hoping now that the show's aired that everybody liked it. But, again, we were taping this before the show. I'm going to say that 14 <laughs> times. But I, I want to just give us both credit and having no idea what DA or Katie is at the time of taping here that I find both of our costumes to be tremendously creative. And I had the same, the same kind of debate as you because I at one point suggested to you that me, you, and Pete could do, like, the stages of DA's life, Correct. one of them being – college loser in the bar with the goggles and phone thing 
Um, then, then Pete had a different group idea for me and him. That fizzled out. So I was down to, do I just do the DA thing on my own? Or my son, who now loves Pokemon, if you know Pokemon, like the main... Is it Pokemon or Pokemon? Um, it's Pokemon. If you say like the way it says it on the thing, I believe, like the actual. Wow, when I was growing up, I always thought it was Pokemon. Whatever it is, the main like human character is Ash, the one that has the Pokemon. Pokemon's. So that's what my son is being. So I have a Pikachu like head thing to wear for Halloween tomorrow in our neighborhood with him as like Mm -hmm. a little dual costume thing. So I didn't. I could have brought that in just, but. It didn't get here in time. So then I'm like, now I got to do something else. So I went back to this DA thing, and here we are. All right. So, look, points for creativity, and that's the thing. If you're out there on Halloween and you're listening to this, and it's the day before Halloween, maybe you're listening to this on a Wednesday evening, and you're thinking about last-minute costumes, nothing wrong with a little creativity. Yeah. There is nothing wrong with creativity. And remember, as we close out the PGP, if you see a local childhood kid being beaten by a flower sock, call for help, because those scars will last a lifetime. Yeah. This has been the Permission Granted Podcast. You can follow what could, it. What could have been? You can follow <laughs> Andrew Bogish. Uh, at Andrew Bogish. And you can follow me at Mraz CBS. Have a great week, everyone. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.